Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I'm Jay Thomas. This week, we are finally talking about Creed Three. I spent the last seven years of my life living out my wildest dreams. Bianca, Rocky, my dad. This is built on their shoulders. Hey, my man, can I help you? Let me get an autograph. Nah, I ain't signing the autographs, but you get off my car. You don't remember me, huh? Amy, how long were you locked up? 18 years, bro. Just got out last week. Glad to have you back out, huh? I know I've been away a long time, but I kept myself in shape. I still got gas in the tank. Come by the gym. Thank you. Curious what happened with you two? I didn't tell you. We was like brothers. I was the best, though. But I never got a chance to prove that. That's cute. I know what you're doing, Donnie. You don't owe this to nothing. Damien's fighting the world, and he's trying to hurt people. I vouch for you. You think you mad? Try spending half your life in a cell. Watching somebody else live your life. I'm coming for everything. You threatening me? Something is going on with you. Damien was like family. We passed talking. Then maybe you just have to find I invited my good friend Wayne Banks to return. Wayne, welcome. Thanks for having me. Good to be back. I, I wanted to have you on because, one, we both like these movies, but also huge Rocky fans. Like the whole series, whole franchise. And I think really with this one, it really branches out and it finally feels like its own thing. And I really liked that. Yeah. Um, trying to make something from his original name. And now yeah. use the Creed name to branching into his own um, journey, basically not following yeah, there, in Apollo's footsteps. There's a whole thing too with like that's been going on online. I've seen YouTube videos, articles all over, like, oh, why isn't Stallone in this? Stallone chose not to be in this one, and it's because of the rights issues. And I'm like, pretty sure in Creed two, they kind of wrote him out of the movie. Yeah. Like I remember uh, him putting on a video, uh, like the bonfire scene, being like, "This is gonna be the last one for me." You know, I wish you guys best in in the future. And then there's this whole like controversy of like he's not in it and he's making a big stink. I'm like, dude, it was like they wrote, they gave you like a good out. It was a good out, and he like really Rocky. I didn't really miss Rocky in this, honestly. No, no, like you said, like his story was pretty much it came to completion with um, yeah, they wrapped it up. Him reuniting, yeah, with with the family and everything, and. Yeah, and this this one, no, it felt like finally it was Adonis's movie, not, you know, the Both. child of Apollo. Yeah. So, yeah, I really didn't miss him in it either. There was just too much other stuff going on. It is funny, though, because I did rewatch uh, Rocky, or Rocky 2, Creed 2, like I was telling you before we came on uh, last night. And I did, like, once I watched Rocky and Adonis together again, Michael B. Jordan, especially alone, like, 
they did have really great chemistry together. And I realized like, oh, I did kind of miss it. But as you're watching Creed 3 and like the story progresses, like his character just Rocky Balboa just didn't need to be there. Plus, it didn't it honestly didn't make sense since he's in Philly and Adonis is now mm-hmm. fully in L.A. Like it, there's only one thing. And I don't I don't know how many spoilers I really want to get into in this. But there's like one section of the movie where it gets a little darker. And I, I feel like Rocky would have been at that certain part of the movie but otherwise yeah. you know just mentioning him a couple times i think maybe it was only once but i was like that was i think that's enough for for rocky in this one like he doesn't it wasn't his story anymore well you talked about the chemistry with uh stallone and michael b jordan was it their chemistry or have you ever seen anybody with michael b jordan not have good chemistry because i think it, it might yeah. just be him it might just be him michael b jordan it, he's been awesome and literally everything i've ever seen him in around a decade has passed and uh he's decided to hang up the gloves supposedly i mean rocky had been trying to do that since like the second movie i think he was almost retired in the first rocky movie <laughs> um and uh a face from the past shows up his friend damien uh, which we didn't really know until this movie and my goodness uh the addition of jonathan majors in this movie is incredible yeah it just brings a whole new element that you haven't haven't really seen yet in the creed movies not to mention you know the whole backstory and everything that comes with him yeah so like two two guys that grew up together and due to circumstances jonathan majors character damien was like going to be he was like a golden gloves fighter and was going to be really really great basically what creed ended up being um because there was this whole issue where he got sent to jail because he had a gun and then they parted ways and Adonis didn't really have anything to do with him afterwards, which was kind of the mom's fault for keeping like correspondence away. He comes back and, you know, he he plays it, Damien in such like a, a charming, nice way. But there's this just this spark of eh, you seem a little unbalanced at times. Yeah, that's that's kind of um, kind of, you know, kind of like a serial killer in a way, like very charming and charismatic. But yeah, know, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that you're not realizing you can feel it like you can tell like from the beginning like there's i mean obviously with the trailers and the posts like you know that there there's gonna be a fight between the two like that's just where it's gonna go but getting to that fight it's really interesting because like he does start off nice and kind of gets adonis's guard down a little bit and i saw i saw some uh people compare it to like the way de niro was in cape fear and just how like he gets so close to him, but then you just see parts of him like constantly thinking and like what his next move is going to be and just gets a little bit darker as the movie goes on. I remember I text you, I think around like 30 minute mark. I'm like, he seems a little shady now. Yeah. No, you said like the whole chess thing too. That goes into the whole, um, their whole, how they, how they talked with in the, in the ring, the, the checkmate. Mm-hmm. Like they're both always playing chess basically yeah and they're always looking for the their opponent's next move and their weakness and how they can counter it and i loved the way that they filmed like the fights in this one they're different than they are in the other rocky movies and i've i've seen people that like it and some people that don't and i liked it just because like so i love the rocky movies you love the rocky movies mm-hmm. but the fights tend to be fairly similar most of the time and they either go the distance or there's an early knockdown. They're both going to end up being super bloody by the end. And you've just you've seen one Rocky fight. You've seen them all. And then especially when they get to like the later ones, when they make them super realistic, which I like. Um, mm-hmm. But then this one, they did a real stylized version of the fights. And I really like that. Yeah, like the the slow motion cuts and 
but they weren't too much. It wasn't like a Zack Snyder movie. No, no, I never once got like a Creed Matrix type vibe from it. (laughs) But it was definitely a very different stylistically than what you've seen before. Yeah, and I thought that was I thought that was neat, and I think that's kind of I think you had mentioned it, and you had texted me something about how like it's interesting that there's been different director for every movie. And I didn't even realize that. I thought I kind of had forgotten Ryan Coogler didn't direct the second one. And then Michael B. Jordan did this one. And I, they are all very different. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that helps this series because I like I, I've, I've really liked them all so far. Like I like this one better than I think I liked the second movie, but not as much as the first one. There's just something really really great about that first creed movie yeah one thing i noticed um i I actually watched all three within the last couple days so they're all still really fresh now but um they liked showing the pageantry of the uh of the walkouts of the fighters a lot in the series i thought each one kind of had their own their own flair like in the in the first one with conlon he had the the flamethrower the second one when bianca comes out singing his uh basically his, his music yeah, I thought that was cool. The walkout too, that one, and then the third one with uh, Ch- uh, Chavez when he fights Damien mm-hmm. with the uh, like the sugar skull smoke bomb type. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, of course, going against the grain, Damien comes out just by himself. Yeah, to like just just a regular song playing over the PA. There was it, no yeah. I got I got over like the top. I got Mike Tyson vibes off of him sometimes. I don't know if it was just like the way he's built and just like the, it, he just reminded me of like early nineties, Mike Tyson, you know what he was like in his prime, knocking everybody out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He kind of, he has a bit of a different stance than the other, than the other, other boxers I, you know, noticed. So I don't know if that had anything to do with Tyson's original style when he fought or, or if that was just a coincidence. I thought it was kind of funny how, quickly the fights happen and you can just step right into these big old championship fights like Damien kind of manipulates Adonis into getting him into this title picture and because it originally it's supposed to be Drago and Adonis's other fighter uh going for the title and I like that uh Victor Drago was back in it again I sort of like that they were friends yeah yeah um training partner I think at one point but I like that he's sort of becoming friends with his uh his the people he fights it's uh, like unlike rocky well other than apollo but rocky just seemed like he was going through him and then that was about it but uh no i I liked that uh drago was back in it briefly not a lot he was because he gets taken out and you find out at some point it it, you know (laughs) that does have something to do with with uh damien a little bit and then he's a sparring partner for the champion and then he makes his way convinces adonis to uh make him take the place and get this one in a million chance like Rocky had and like Apollo did for Rocky. And um, and then you see in the fight, he fights real dirty, punching the arm. And I'm like, can you do that? Because they weren't calling him on that at all. And I'm like, are you just supposed to punch arms? I don't think you can do that. Yeah, I had to ask myself that, too. I guess I didn't know enough about boxing to think, well, is that an illegal? Yeah, like puncher? I used to watch it all. I'm like, I don't remember anybody ever punching arms before, but that's a good idea. I feel like that's a little dirty. <laughs> Yeah, it took a couple couple shots to the armpit, it looked like. so. You know, they make the point that he was a really great boxer, but then he's also been in prison for 18 years. So, like, it's ridiculous that he would get this shot. 
but then they bring up the whole Rocky thing. And I mean, Adonis obviously has clout mm-hmm. in boxing being the former world champion and he's able to get him in that position. And then Damien becomes world champion and then starts talking all sorts of crap about Adonis Creed talking about the past and trying to egg him on. Cause he just wants to fight him more than anything in the world. And uh, you know, it's funny cause Stallone had mentioned before, like what he was talking about, how he wasn't going to be involved in this one. And, you know, he he likes he d- he didn't like his movies to get that dark, and this one gets kind of dark. And I, and I was watching. I'm like, it doesn't. I like. I was picturing for some reason, like Damien murdering people or something. Like the way right. Stallone was talking, and then that doesn't really happen. Like he just talks shit, like most of the time. I mean, he fights Adonis on a beach in one point, kind of beats him up, but like that was about as dark as it got. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't really say what. Damien's actual charges were why yeah. he did all that time. He just said, Well, I had some priors and I got caught with a gun. So I don't know, like 18 years seems like an awful lot for Well then I think he I, got I think he said something about like getting time added too. So I feel like he probably did something in there, but yeah, 18 years seems like a long time, doesn't it? With them not actually getting into what he actually did, yeah, it seems yeah. like a lot. <laughs> but it, I really I thought he and Michael B. Jordan together, I thought they were, their chemistry is really good. And I like Tessa Thompson returning. And I, I didn't think she had as much to do in this one as she did like in the previous ones. But I really liked like their daughter. Uh, I mentioned it earlier is now like 10. And I really liked that aspect of the movie. Like this movie was a little under two hours and I could have used some more time. I could have used more like Creed family time. Cause I think that, I wanted that fleshed out a little bit more. Yeah, I liked uh, the scene at the school. Um, the they're doing sign language. You're speaking mm-hmm. sign language, and they're all both signing in their parental styles. Michael B. Jordan's kind of more aggressive, more and aggressive and pissed Tessa off, Thompson's, and he's like rational, yeah, calming him down through sign language. That that scene was was really cool. Yeah, that was really fun, and, and they, they do that because a girl, for absolutely no reason, picks on their daughter and. The daughter's first instinct is she's clearly a creed punches her right in the face. And uh, I, I thought that was pretty good. And I, I, I feel like they're, le- you know, planting some seeds that maybe if they wanted to continue, you know, in years to come, maybe they could do, you know, the daughter, the granddaughter of creed type of situation. But I, I liked all the scenes. I thought Michael B. Jordan, he seemed like a, like the dad to that kid. I thought she did a phenomenal job and she actually is somebody that's hearing impaired. So I think that was a, uh, I thought that was really cool. I like that aspect of the movie a lot. I remember you had mentioned something. You thought the the pacing of the movie was kind of weird. Um, what did you think was weird about that? I don't know. It seemed like when the when the final fight finally happens, it feels like not a lot had happened up to that point. I don't know. Just kind of they kind of just spring it on you. Well, yeah. Once they once they make the decision that Adonis is actually going to fight Damien. Oh yeah, yeah. It's real quick. Like it, it is like maybe like a 10 minute thing. It's not like it's, they do a, a training montage, but different than like the normal montages. And I can't really, can't really explain it, but it just felt it wasn't the same as like, you know, I guess all the Rocky four montages are like the gold standard of training montages. Right. It was, it was pretty direct and to the point. I want to say it wasn't over the top by any means. And no, yeah, they kind of got to it. It was real quick. Then you got right into the fight. And uh, like, like I was saying earlier, it's, a, it's much more stylized. And I, I've heard, Michael B. Jordan say, and I've heard a lot of talk online that he was very much inspired by anime. And I honestly can't speak to that because I've never been a big anime fan. So I'm not exactly sure 
how anime it was. Do you watch much anime? Not enough to really have a say Notice it? in it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know, like you said, like the style of fighting and everything, and like I don't know the slow the slow motion aspects of it. I could see as being more anime, but for any specific references, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know either. Yeah, no, and and I guess I guess like the moment where they punch each other in the face is almost directly from I think Dragon Ball, but I'm not exactly sure. They went a completely different way with the fight, and that like you see. You see it like through their eyes, but in a very like you see more the emotional side and like how it seems to them with like Adonis gets thrown into like a jail cell at one point, kind of where the ropes kind of become the bars. And uh, it's just a very different look. And I like that. I thought that was kind of neat. I thought, I mean, with pacing that I think that was pretty weird, too, because you saw, I think, like the first two rounds between the two and it kind of seemed even. Then you go into like the. I don't know how you would describe the how the scene went from there. More of like a mental, it, a mental. It's almost like a dream state, visualized. kind of in a way. Yeah, and then once that's done, you're like, oh, well, it's it's the final round now. Yeah, we don't really know who yeah. was winning or or what. It just, yeah, yeah. It it, it, it it really is like it's a fight, but not about the fight more than anything. It was like the two of them because the whole time, like you you get a little bit of the backstory and you find out that they're you know from they lived in a foster home together and they were abused, had a lot of physical abuse and stuff like that, and. Um, that has a lot to do with why Damien ended up going to prison. And like, it's just, it's like them basically dealing with their trauma, I think, and how they're visualizing that and seeing, like, there's a part where Adonis looks across the ring and sees Damien as the teenage version of him. And Damien does the same thing. And it's like, they're coming to grips with like, oh yeah, it's the same person. Like I'm dealing with the same person I grew up with. And um, I like, I just like, I really like the way it played out, but I'll be honest, like, I kind of was hoping it's, I, it sort of happened within the Drago fight, too. Like, I, there's times where I'm almost rooting against Creed to win. It's weird. It's like, <laughs> yeah. story, story wise, I kind of want him to lose more against Drago. It's like, man, for Drago's story, I think I'd almost like him to win. And for Damien, it's almost like a redemption thing. I mean, he does some shitty things throughout the movie, but like, at the same time, like, I kind of feel bad for him. Yeah. Uh, like I said, without really knowing what he did to get all that time. And I don't know, he almost seemed a bit childlike, I think. Yeah. In some of his interactions, like maybe like stunted growth from, yeah. I don't know, being in prison for half your life. Well, and I think that's the, the one of the neat things about this series, too, is, is with Rocky, it was always like cut and dry. Who was good? Who was bad? He's fighting someone that is the basically the villain of the movie. I mean, they even went so far as like Mr. T's character sort of kind of murdered Mickey in a weird <laughs> accidental way. Yeah. I mean, there's always and Drago killed Apollo and Tommy was trying to destroy everything that Rocky was. Where like in these, Adonis like sees the other side of everybody and you get a fleshed out other fighter. Mostly. I mean, uh, Conklin in the first movie, you don't really that much. And I like that he returned. I like that, like, his time in jail or whatever, because that's why he was leaving at the end of the first movie, was he was going to go to jail, so he was going to do one last fight, and then he returns and fights Creed again. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like that that kind of comes full circle. Yeah, I guess I, I forgot about that. That was, uh, I guess, what, the first fight, I think, you see in the movie. Yeah, it's like the, um, the first fight, and then it's supposed to be Adonis Creed's last fight, and then he's going to retire, win, lose, or draw, which yeah, does not happen. That makes <laughs> No, no, I don't think it ever will. No, there's always there's always going to need to be another fight. Um, and, and it's funny because like I, I've kind of heard that this for some reason, people were saying that this is like a really good trilogy and this, this is a good ending to the story. But I mean, they don't leave it as an ending. I mean, it's definitely wide open to do 
more creeds. Absolutely, yeah, with Damien's character, you know, still yeah. in play. I think there's a lot they can do with that as well. I mean, to continue kind of the redemption theme of what he was trying to do. Yeah, and I, and I mean, they, you know, I don't think they're perfectly back to being, you know, friends, but they're speaking at least at the end. There's actually a scene in the second movie that was cut. Did you ever see it where Adonis goes and talks to Victor Drago after the fight? I think I did see that. I vaguely it's really that. good. And I think they, I, they do that scene again, probably because they cut it from the second movie uh, with Adonis and, and Damien. And I really liked, I like that. Just like he reaches out to them like, Hey, that was a really good fight. And you know, we need to work this out. <laughs> Cause I guess both, both times we've seen him, the last two have been extremely personal fights. And I, yeah, I like, I like this series a lot. And I'm, I, it'd be cool if we saw Rocky again, but if we never did, I think I'd be fine, honestly. Like, his story ended, and I like where it's going with, with Adonis's story, and I'm I'm excited to see more. I kind of, w- there's part of me that sort of wishes it was like a series, like a show that we could just have week to week. That would, I'd be so happy. I saw it I, online somewhere. I don't know if someone had suggested that or, or how the conversation even started, but someone else had the same idea of making... I mean, all the characters are too good to wait. Yeah, the story progresses, so someday would be something quicker, at least. Yeah, like I and I and I, I kind of wanted to see, like again, the family dynamic of um of Tessa Thompson's character being, you know, a musician and their daughter being deaf, and Adonis was trying to be retired. Seemed like it was working for a little while, uh, but then he, you know, comes out and fights uh, Damien, and I I kind of wanted to see more of of that other part of his life too, but. You know, I got thinking, I'm like, well, if there's something that's going to be cut, I mean, I suppose that family stuff would probably be cut, but uh, I would, I thought it would have been interesting because there's, there's moments where he does train with the girl and, and shows her a little bit here and there. And she's like, well, I watched all your fights and I'm like, oh, I see where the, I see where you're going. I see this and I like it. I like where this is headed. It's a different, it's yeah, a totally it's- different dynamic, but also kind of mirrors Rocky's situation a little bit, but instead of Rocky really never giving his kid the time of day. Adonis is like, here, let me show you some stuff. Yeah, I like I like how he uh he found his his daughter. I think she was like hiding with an iPad or something, watching yeah. watching his old fights. I think the thing that I didn't really like about the second movie, and I mean I I did like the movie, but the thing that bothered me is it felt the most rocky. Like it felt the most formulaic of the Rocky movies we had seen before. Like it followed a lot of the same stuff that happens in Rocky Two and Rocky Four. <laughs> it's like those two movies made Creed two. And like in the first one, yeah, it's a little rocky, but also you get this new character and it's it's like a completely different take on it. But then this one seemed like it was really its own its own thing. And I think that's definitely I hope they keep going in that direction. Michael B. Jordan seems like he really cares about this and wants it to do well. And I'd be very happy if he kept directing it because I think he's got a cool style. It's different. And it's something that I think the the series kind of needs. Yeah, I think out of the three. I don't know, like visually, I think I like that. I like Creed 3 the most. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, just with the change in, in visuals. Yeah, and uh, I thought that was fun. And I, I like that they're using, like, as much as I like the old uh, flimsy world championship that Apollo and Rocky had, I like that they use the actual belts that are used in boxing. I think that's really cool. Yeah, um, I can't remember which one it was, but uh, I think it might have been the Creed, the first Creed. 
um, he pulls the like, he has the the old championship belt, uh, and there's a picture on the side of Apollo and Rocky. Mm-hmm. Like, why why was it just those two on on? Why the would belt? it still be there? Yeah, <laughs> because I think the promoter and two said something like, "There's been 77 world champions." Yeah, how many? Why, why do you think two? these people would know three or four? Well, they even had that on uh, in the second movie after he wins the championship. He gets, I think it's the WBC title, and I'm pretty sure it's what the actual belt looks like. But yeah, they've got the two plates of Rocky and Apollo too, and I'm like, why would those be there? <laughs> I don't yeah, care, I don't but it just seems kind of weird. But again, even and, and I mentioned this earlier with Damien getting the fight so quick, like it made sense. It was, uh, you know, story wise, you know, they went with the whole uh, one in a million shot. But then, like immediately, he starts talking about uh, Adonis, and Adonis is like, "I'm out of retirement. I'm getting my. I'm fighting you right now, Mike, sir. I think you need. I think you're back a couple ways in the rankings. I don't know that you could right. immediately go for the championship, but I suppose it, big money. Why not? Yeah, I think it was the money fight. I think that's all it was. You got to do it. <laughs> that and Adonis said, like, there's literally nobody left. There was nobody yeah. to spar with the champion, and then they were out of fighters for the for the fight itself. Fingers crossed for the son of Thunderlips. Oh no! <laughs> the Rewatch Podcast is an Alpha Media production.